0: Welcome to this episode of WikiWalks, a short podcast devoted to some of the more intriguing and, huh, who knew, articles that you can run across in the weird world of Wikipedia. I'm your host, Chris Grismer. We here at WikiWalks would never try to give you some advice should you ever get busted for the consumption of some of the devil's liquid elixirs, but should you ever find yourself on the wrong end of an angry conversation about your intoxicated behavior, well, you have one final nuclear option to play. Auto-brewery syndrome. Yep, it's a real thing. If you thought the home-brewing movement was already out of hand, you ain't seen nothing yet. The medical journal BMJ Open Gastroenterology, I'm sure we're both subscribers, included a case report about a man who brewed his own alcohol. But you probably wouldn't want to take a sip of it. That's because it was a case of auto-brewery syndrome, ABS, otherwise known as gut fermentation syndrome. If you're wondering, oh crap, where is the alcohol being brewed? You'd be right. This is a situation in which fungal yeast grows in the intestines. In this case, the small intestines and the cecum. Where is the cecum? Well, if you cecum yeast that's in the cecum, you'll find them in a pouch where the small and large intestines meet. The yeast then may ferment carbohydrates into alcohol. That's right, it's a party in your stomach and everyone brought booze. In other words, your own body starts spontaneously getting you drunk. And darn it, if that isn't the most logical response to 2020 I've ever heard. It took a while for the 46-year-old man featured in the case report to realize that something was literally brewing in his guts— The trouble began after he had gotten a three-week course of the antibiotic cephalexin for a bad thumb injury. A week after completing these antibiotics, he began experiencing personality changes, including depression, brain fog, and aggressive behavior. He even ended up receiving antidepressant medications to treat these new symptoms. Later on, he was arrested for a presumed DWI, driving while intoxicated, even though he had denied ever drinking alcohol. During the subsequent hospitalization, testing found his blood alcohol level to be at 0.20%, that is, pretty high for not having imbibed any alcohol. Eventually, his aunt persuaded him to use a breathalyzer to record his alcohol levels and to visit a doctor in Ohio who had treated what sounded like a similar case. It turned out that his DWI had been due to his driving with intestines, or driving with something in his intestines, rather, The something was Saccharomyces cerevisiae, also known as Brewer's yeast, and S. bouillardie. The doctor gave him a carbohydrate meal and followed his blood alcohol levels, finding it had reached .057% after 8 hours. At yeast, the doctor had found the culprit. The man apparently had ABS. The prescribed treatment was then a course of antifungal medications to kill the yeast, and then instructions to adhere to a strict carbohydrate-free diet. Despite this approach, flare-ups of inebriation symptoms continued. Testing revealed new types of fungi in his intestines, and the doctors then gave him other types of antifungal medications that seemed to get rid of these fungi and placed him on a probiotic, gradually over time reintroducing carbs into his diet. A year and a half later, no further trouble seemed to be a brewing. Add turning your intestines into a brewery to the list of possible side effects of taking antibiotics. Antibiotics can kill the normal bacteria in your gut, allowing other microorganisms, like yeast, to then grow. Of course, ABS is not common. Otherwise, it would not have been a case report. Medical journals do not publish case reports, such as man drinks alcohol and then says something stupid during a wedding toast. Nonetheless, the case report authors did indicate that ABS is probably an underdiagnosed condition. After all, it's not really the first thing that you look for when somebody appears to be drunk. But much like alcohol itself, doctors may be the cause of and solution to all of life's problems, or at least this one. There is a high correlation between ABS and various types of abdominal surgery. Removing part of the small intestine, a procedure usually done because of Crohn's disease or necrotizing enterocolitis, may mean carbohydrates aren't absorbed properly, leaving them to ferment and then be absorbed further down the digestive tract by the large intestine. Surgically dilating the duodenum, or duodenum, the first section of the intestine leading out of the stomach, can have a similar effect. While there's only one recorded case of this, the bladder can also make you pee out booze. The patient in question was diabetic, and there was enough sugar in her bladder that the yeast presumably from an infection, but Wikipedia simply says the yeast and doesn't elaborate, fermented. They weren't inebriated. See, stomach alcohol then passes through the intestines where it's absorbed. Bladder alcohol is pretty quickly expelled from the body. But their urine smelled like wine, which means it's only a matter of time before a subculture of urine wine snobbery develops. Although others will say this is how Bud Light is made, so who knows. Although it is easily treatable once diagnosed, ABS can be part of a vicious cycle. One of the potential causes is cirrhosis of the liver, which could then lead to elevated levels of ethanol in the body, which in turn can contribute to cirrhosis of the liver. Ay. The brewery in your gut doesn't card, though. A 13-year-old girl once developed ABS after eating a meal high in carbs. She had two forms of yeast in her system, C. glabrata and S. cerevisiae that converted the carbs to alcohol, getting the girl drunk. So, use this information for education purposes only, of course. Don't abuse any substances. But if you're in a real pinch, and you need a bizarrely plausible scenario to explain why you went streaking through the quad in a large green hat, just tell campus security that you're a simple home brewer out for a jog.